Well, we get another chance of redemption tonight, and after a full day of digesting the Devils' heartbreaking loss to the Boston Bruins, did I miss anything? Like, was there something that I forgot to mention in the last show and that I want to bring up in this one? Well, you're going to have to buckle up and find out. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also writer for the Devils writer Trey Matthews. And it is currently 1.57 p.m. Eastern Time. It is January the 15th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And I hope you guys are enjoying your Saturdays. Well, well, technically this is going up at 6.15 a.m. So uh, I hope you guys are going to enjoy your day off. And let's talk some Devils hockey because we've had a few hours to digest what happened to the New Jersey Devils uh, Thursday night against the Boston. The Bruins and uh, if you hadn't checked out that episode yesterday I basically gave you guys my main takeaways but basically the overall synopsis of the episode is that Mackenzie Blackwood was by far our best defender and he's our goalie so he cannot be doing all the defense all the heavy lifting for our poorest uh, defense because he was making uh, a plateau of excellent stops and it was just nice to see but at the same time our defense needs to step up and help him but um, Mackenzie Blackwood is by far my player of the game for the New Jersey Devils he kept us in the game and it's not his fault that uh, the Devils were put into a penalty kill and gave the Boston Bruins some power play opportunities because if you guys remember last season the Boston Bruins were one of the best teams in the league in power play opportunities even though the Devils were ranked seventh in penalty kill you don't want to give a team like the Boston Bruins uh, you know chances to go up on you especially when you're down a man so let's talk about some of the things that I might have missed in yesterday's analysis and I have to give credit when credit is due because you guys know I love to clown on this kid a lot but Jack Hughes had a heck of a game yesterday so uh, like a lot of his teammates he got off to a slow start in period number one he looked really slow he looked really uh, weak he looked uh, really confused but you know things like that happened but he really stepped up in periods two and three and he was actually awarded two assists because if you remember on Miles Woods goal they just said it was an unassisted goal but uh, they looked back at the replay they saw they made a mistake so they credited the assist to Jack Hughes so Jack Hughes had two assists uh, in last night's contest and he also helped on the Ty Smith uh, you know quote-unquote high-stick goal, if you want to count it like that. So uh, Jack Hughes is already off to a good start to his sophomore year campaign. It's game one, and, you know, people are going to look rusty. People are going to look slow. But I really think Jack Hughes is due for a a breakout year, as I've stated many, many, many times in the show recently. So uh, shout-out to Jack Hughes for really stepping up and helping his team trying to, uh, you know, get the victory. But, uh, you know, obviously he did miss an open breakaway in OT to help uh, the Devils possibly upset the Boston Bruins, but that didn't happen, and you know, you, all the blame can't go on Jack Hughes because Travis Zajac missed the wide open uh, rebound to try to get it in, and also Gusoff missed an open shot uh, in period number two, so a lot of things could have gone different for the New Jersey Devils, and that kind of brings me to my next question that I actually just posted on Twitter uh, on Lockdown Devils. I said, if Sammy Votnin, if uh, Jesper Brat, or if Nico Heizer were all present, or if just maybe one of them were present for that game, would the outcome be different? 
different for the New Jersey Devils? And I personally think so because if you think about it, so Sammy Votnin, as I stated in my episode about a week or two ago when he resigned with the New Jersey Devils, uh, Votnin adds some much needed depth to this uh, New Jersey Devils defense roster. So maybe uh, his defensive presence could have uh, made a difference. You know, maybe I'm overstepping it a little bit, but needless to say is that, you know, after a, you know, a very bad first period for the New Jersey Devils, maybe you try to, you know, switch it up a little bit. Maybe Votnin could have made a difference. I don't know how much of a difference he could have uh, been because, like I said, he did miss training camp and, um, uh, you know, that that could really put a hinder on it because look look how the New Jersey Devils were because all those guys were at training camp for the most part and they still looked very slow in period number one. But still, you know, when you have Sammy Votnin, at least you have an option to, you know, increase your depth in that uh, kind of lineup. And then as for Nico Heizer, I feel like Nico Heizer and Jesper Bratt, really uh, their offense could have uh, helped the New Jersey Devils. Maybe they could have gotten more shots on goal in period number one because if you remember, the New Jersey Devils were uh, outshot by the uh, Boston Bruins uh, throughout the entirety of the game, but what really killed them was period number one, in which they were outshot 16 to four. And I just think that uh, the Devils just needed some help to their rotation. So some guys were playing with uh, guys that they weren't really anticipating to be playing with. And obviously, you know, training camp is a as a way to experiment with that. But obviously, when you have that training camp roster, nothing is set in stone. It's not official. It's just you know to experiment, see what. Uh, who can do what, who can do this with that person. And obviously, Jack Hughes isn't skipping a beat because he already has two assists to begin this year. Uh, Ty Smith has his first NHL goal. Uh, Sharon Govich uh, obviously played well yesterday. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Sharon Govich now. And um, uh, who else am I missing? Oh, yeah, Miles Wood. Miles Wood also had a goal. He looked uh, really fast out there on the rink. And um, also, I want to talk about Miles Wood. So I talked about it a little bit in yesterday's episode. I talked about how Miles Wood is a pest or he was being a pest to the Boston Bruins uh, yesterday. But how long has Miles Wood been doing this? Well, you know, I bet he's been doing this for a good while, and we're actually going to explain that in a second. But uh, first, I have to tell you guys something really important. So you guys need to go to betonline.ag to place your bets, and you can place your bets for tonight's matchup between the Boston Bruins and the New Jersey Devils. And obviously, the Bruins are favorites to win, but you know what? Don't count the Devils out if anything uh, was proven uh, just a couple nights ago. So maybe the Devils can surprise you. So uh, uh, let's move on. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think it's time for the first live read of the day. Let's talk about betonline.ag. Are we ready for some hockey? Because the National Hockey League heads into the regular season. And there's some big matchups already on the schedule. And the NFL regular season is finally over. And obviously the playoffs have begun. There have been some upsets and some not so much of an upset. And it's becoming clear who will become the next Super Bowl champions. Or I think it's becoming clearer. That's up for you to decide and bet on. There is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. Go to betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Talent talks about one or multiple options. NHL games of the week, NFL top games, current headlines and sports. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Also, check out their social media. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use that promo code once again, locked on for your sign up bonus. Hashtag bet online. Get involved and get in the action, everybody.
So we obviously saw Miles Wood step up his game yesterday and score the first goal of the year for the New Jersey Devils, which, by the way, I didn't expect that. I thought it would be like, you know, Janssen or maybe Hughes or Paul Mary, because Paul Mary is one of our best offensive players on the team. I thought it would be one of those guys, one of our top uh, lines mates. But um, no, it was actually uh, Miles Wood, and he surprised me with that. So uh, congratulations to Miles Wood, and, you know, way to go to use your speed and get on the open breakaway and, you know, score like that. But uh, anyway, uh, what was I saying? So uh, one thing I was really uh, adamant about in yesterday's episode as you guys know is that Miles Wood was a big pass towards the Boston Bruins he was trying his best to you know incite them and try to rile up his teammates and get them going Tennyson also did the same thing if you checked out the game yesterday so I really love that effort uh, from both respective players but has Miles Wood always been a pest because uh, if you remember in training camp he and Subban actually got into it and you know he was just trying to get into the head of Subban bother him a little bit and just Subban just shoved him aside and just said hey you better not do that again like you know uh, Subban was just getting his face Miles Wood wasn't backing down but in the interview both of them said that they're good and that you know it's just like a a brotherly kind of thing and you know what I like two things one yes he described it well it's a brotherly thing so you know when you see players get into a fight like I, it, I at my school like hockey players fight each other but it's out of brotherhood like you know it's nothing personal it's just like listen I love you so much I want to rile you up I want to get uh, going I want to just you know try to get more out of you because I know there's more out of you, and P.K. Subban needs that, because Subban, you, you need to get riled up, man, like, you're becoming too much of a marketing tool, and less of a player, so congratulations to Miles Wood for just trying to get into P.K. Subban's head during training camp, like, yeah, yeah, continue to do that, I hope that one day they have a full-on fist fight, and that it goes on for a few minutes, and then the players just break it up, that needs to happen, because P.K. Subban needs a spark in him just to get going, and um, as for Miles Wood, you know, Miles Wood might not be the best player uh, out on the rink, but him doing that to P.K. Subban, you know, just shows that he doesn't back down from anyone, and everyone needs that on his team. As long as he doesn't take it personal, as long as he doesn't become obnoxious, and that that's all good. And, you know, like I said, it's just a brotherhood. So, like, a brotherhood that, you know, can't be broken, because I don't know if any of you have siblings, but, you know, when you get into a fight with your siblings, you know, it's, it's out of love. Like, you know, yeah, you might fight, and you might hate each other for, like, a day or two, or maybe even a few weeks, but you, at the end of the day, you guys will forgive each other and just know that there's more to it than just, uh, you know, getting into a fist fight or whatever the case might be so miles wood doing that really is big for the new jersey devils because everyone needs an irritant everyone needs someone who uh won't back down and honestly if uh, miles wood ever gets injected it it won't be a huge loss for the new jersey devils now speaking of uh breakaway for the new jersey devils i noticed a lot in yesterday's game that the new jersey devils were trying to get out and run because they knew that they couldn't outsmart uh the boston bruins in their own zone because if you notice the game yesterday the the new jersey devils looked really even in periods number two and three the new jersey devils looked really confused out there uh, in their offensive schemes they were trying to pass it around they didn't know what to do Boston always shut them down at the last second because Boston is a very smart team they had the best record in the league last year for a reason so um, when, when they were doing that uh, New Jersey was just like okay we need to find different methods so what I liked is New Jersey you know just got out and ran they just tried to you know get on the breakaway they tried to uh, you know go down the other way they tried to outsmart them it did kill them at one point because if you remember in period number one uh, they were in the penalty kill and they were taking the puck into neutral zone instead of clearing the puck and they uh paid the price for it because the boston bruins swiped it away and they were able to go back door and uh score you know pretty uh easily because it looked like the boston bruins they they knew what to do on the power play whereas if you flip the roles the new jersey devils it never looked like that they had the extra man you wouldn't have realized it because the boston bruins dominated them when uh boston was in the penalty kill as well so uh you know boston bruins they're really good in this instance and uh the new 
New Jersey Devils, they got to do better on the penalty kill because they have to remember that, uh, you know, Green isn't there anymore. Coleman isn't there anymore. Hall isn't there anymore. So those guys can't really help you on the penalty kill anymore. They have to be adaptable and they got to, you know, change it up a bit. But anyway, uh, before we uh, switch topics, I want to talk about uh, Miles Wood one last time. So I believe Miles Wood could actually be a much better player if his plus minus was better because his career plus minus, everybody, is negative 55. Even in the season in which he had, um, you know, 32 uh, total points, he had 19 goals and 13 assists. That was his season best in plus minus at negative six. Seriously, minus six. So I, I say Miles Wood would be getting more opportunities if he was a smarter player. And that's the overall uh, goal I want to make with this point when I was talking about the penalty kill and also Miles Wood. Because, yes, I, I like that Miles Wood got into the open, went to the wrister and scored. I like uh, Miles Wood just, you know, inciting, um, you know, the Boston Bruins trying to get under the skin of not only the opposing team, but also his teammates as well in P.K. Subban. I believe Miles Wood could be a better player if he was just smarter because his plus minus is is terrible like it minus 55 seriously right now his plus and minus is a plus one so let's uh hope that maybe this is a sign for him to do better so uh yeah miles wood could be a better player if he was just uh you know had a better plus minus so oh captain my captain Let's talk about the captain situation for the New Jersey Devils. So it's going to be a little interesting. So if you hadn't checked out social media yesterday, they basically teased the fans saying Damon Severson is the alternate captain for the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, Heizer is out, and the other captains uh, for the Devils are Paul Mary and Zajac, obviously. I, I think Zajac deserves to have the C on his chest, quite honestly, because after Andy Green, the head captain role for the New Jersey Devils is still vacant, and, you know, this could possibly be uh, Zajac's final year with the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, we'll see see what happens but anyway uh, I, I saw Amanda Stein's tweet uh, a few minutes ago and she said New Jersey Devils Damon Severson found out he would be wearing an A when Lindy Ruff was walking around the locker room just chatting with the guys and mentioned it to him Damon pl- says uh, Lindy often walks around the room just to chat with the guys one-on-one at times so Lindy Ruff is uh, pretty interesting uh, let me just mention this first and then we'll talk about Severson as the alternate captain Amanda Stein was uh, tweeting throughout the day saying she still didn't know the starting lineup for the New Jersey Devils she didn't know what Lindy Lindy was going to, uh, you know, roll with to begin the the matchup with the Boston Bruins. So uh, Lindy Ruff has an interesting coaching style. Looks like uh, he's a really low key kind of guy. And you know what? Uh, maybe he is starting to learn, uh, you know, uh, you know, puppy tricks because he's an old dog. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But anyway, Severson was a captain. And a lot of people were wondering why doesn't PK Subban have the A uh, or is just you know given a captain role for the New Jersey Devils? Well, here's the thing. I know uh, PK. Subban is a former Norris uh, uh, Trophy winner. You know, he's very accomplished in his uh, NHL career. Uh, I, I'd say his only loss was, um, you know, Lindsey Vaughn, but you know, I'm sorry. that I just had to say the joke. It presented itself. So anyway, um, you know, uh, Severson was the best defensive for the New Jersey Devils last year. I don't care what you guys say, okay? P.K. Subban was absolutely garbage last season, so I don't think he deserves it. And, and remember, uh, part of, you know, assigning someone a captain role is personal 
personality. And uh, I, I think I've mentioned it on the show before. I think PK Subban got in with uh, Taylor Hall a little bit, and uh, also PK Subban seems to be focused more on his uh, public image and less about his hockey image because his numbers have been going down the past few seasons. And so, am I on the bandwagon that PK Subban can have a comeback year? Yes, absolutely. I am for sure. You know, sticking with that claim. But at the same time, to be a captain, you either need to put up good stats and your personality needs to be good. You need to be a leader, someone someone looks up to. And honestly, I don't think PK Subban's in his right state of mind to be a captain because, like I said, it seemed like he got into it with his teammates last season. We saw him get into it with uh, Miles Wood, uh, I, and obviously, I, I applaud Miles Wood for trying to you know rile up uh, PK Subban. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. But um, you know, uh, last year uh, he and Taylor Hall, I, I read reports that they didn't get along and that they got into it with each other. And maybe Taylor Hall was just trying to you know rile PK Subban up. I don't know the details on that, but uh, yeah, it, it seems like uh, PK Subban doesn't check any of the marks for you know to become a captain, which is you need to have good stats, you need to be a leader for your teammates, and you actually need to care. So I don't think PK Subban checks any of those boxes, but I do believe he could have a comeback year if he finally decides to wake up and just uh, you know step up his game. But anyway, that's why I I believe that Severson should be assigned a captain role because he led the defensive squad uh, for the New Jersey Devils last year. I don't care what you guys say. I don't care what you bring up. I don't care if you say this, that, and a third. Severson was the go-to guy for defense, and he shouldn't have been because, um, you, you know, it, it was supposed to be Subban who was leading the defensive unit, but that obviously did not happen, and it was just a very dismal year for the New Jersey Devils defense. And uh, speaking of which, let's talk about a preview for tonight's game. So, anyway, the New Jersey Devils are playing the Boston Bruins for game two, uh, you know, and this is going to happen a lot this year. So, the New Jersey Devils are at most going to get, I think, four days off like the rest of the NHL, you know, if, if all goes right, because, you know, if, if people start to test positive for the coronavirus and you know they had to postpone the game or even cancel it whatever the case might be uh you know keep, keep in mind that uh the new jersey devils aren't going to get too many days off so it, it's going to be a full-on marathon and if you sprint in that marathon you are going to die and you're not even going to reach the halfway mark so uh, for the New Jersey Devils, uh, I, I'd say they just have to go back to the, uh, you know, they just have to go back to the chalkboard and just draw up some uh, better plays and better execution. You got to come out running and gunning against the Boston Bruins because they are obviously out for vengeance. They want to, you know, go back to the Stanley Cup Finals. They want to, you know, hoist uh, the Stanley Cup Trophy. So uh, for the, they have to step up their game in period number one because that's uh, that's how you set the tone. That's how you set the game. If you're gonna have a slow period, I think it would have to come in maybe period number two when you're in the middle so you have to you know start strong and finish strong is the old saying and you know I guess uh, jog briskly in the middle so that way you don't tire yourself out so uh, for the New Jersey Devils I believe they can fully beat the Boston Bruins but they have to come out with aggression Uh, defense has to step up it has to be smarter so they have to do what they did in periods two and three which is hold uh, Boston to less shots and you know uh, the offense has to try to get as many shots as they possibly can on uh, Rask so uh, because you know Rask it, it has a full uh, rested offseason as you guys know he left the bubble early and that kind of ruined Boston a little bit so uh, Rask is uh, you know uh, going to uh, come out with a vengeance just to show the Boston fans that he is fully uh, dedicated to trying to help the the Boston Bruins uh, uh, you know possibly you know go back to the Stanley Cup finals and uh, I, I'd say uh, some wild cards are uh, Sharon Govich obviously let's see if Ty Smith can uh, do something more 
uh, Jack Hughes, he had like three opportunities to win the game for the New Jersey Devils. So obviously we saw the OT, but he had other goals like in the defending zone to, uh, you know, get the to get the puck into the twine where he was wide open. But unfortunately, Rask just made a better stop or Jack Hughes just straight up missed it. The New Jersey Devils, if you have a golden opportunity, you have to take it because you don't know how many more opportunities you can get because you can't be like a cat and just say, oh, I have nine lives because Gusev missed a wide open shot. Jack Hughes missed like three opportunities and also uh, Zajac missed the rebound. You can't be doing that because it came back to bite you in the behind and the Boston Bruins ended up breaking your guys' hearts. Maybe you could have, you know, ended the game on a tie, but obviously that didn't happen. So that's my uh, thing for the New Jersey Devils is you got to just make sure that you know that you're not a cat. You don't have nine lives and you got to take advantage of all the opportunities you're given and also just play smarter. Don't try to challenge the Boston Bruins on the power play. I know you want to get out and run. I know you want to, you know, try to beat their defense. But here's the thing, especially if you do this in the power play to try to get the shorthanded goal, it's not going to work against the Boston Bruins team because they're one of the best power plays uh, offenses in the uh, in the NHL. So, the, you know, it, 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 you can't challenge that. Don't try to poke a bear because eventually a bear might um, end up waking up and attacking you. And bears can swim, climb, and run. So you are screwed. So uh, another thing for the New Jersey Devils is you have have to limit uh, the penalties because uh, you you are not a good penalty killer team as proven last night or you have a lot to work on. So uh, for the New Jersey Devils, uh, try to keep yourself out of the penalty box and try to get the Boston Bruins into the penalty box and you have to look a lot better like a lot better on the power play because it looked like you guys weren't even in the power play. I wouldn't even notice that you guys had an extra man on the ice because you guys were so timid out there. So I, that, that's the one thing I have to um, say for the New Jersey Devils. And also, I'd say, who do I expect to have a big game? I expect Mackenzie Blackwood to have another big game, and I hope the defense can step up and do what they did in period number two and three and also OT and just try to help him out and make sure he's not making all the stops because you could tire out your goalie like that. And remember, this is going to be a marathon, so there's going to be a lot of back-to-back games. So keep that in mind. And obviously, I don't want to go to Scott Wedgwood against a team like the Boston Bruins. I really just don't want to. You know, Rangers, maybe. Or, you know, um, Sabres, sure. But but against the Boston Bruins, uh-uh, no shot. So that's all I have to say for the New Jersey Devils. Uh, also, I expect Jack Hughes to have a big game as well because, like I said, he has opportunities, but he missed it. I'm sure he's going to, you know, work on it. And, and keep in mind, Jack Hughes did miss uh, his shots, but he did get two assists. So he's, uh, you know, raising his point totals up. And for Miles Wood, I would expect his plus minus to maybe get better this year. Anyway, I'm excited for this New Jersey Devils team. They showed a lot of potential, okay? I, I don't care what you guys say. I know it's game one of many, but uh, if they treat it like a marathon, and not a sprint, you know, maybe they can surprise a few people. I don't think they'll finish you dead last. I don't think they'll finish in the bottom tier. Maybe they can finish fifth, like I said, but all has to go correct. Like, all has to go correct, and uh, I believe that's all about all I have for the New Jersey Devils. That's my main takeaways for uh, tonight's game, which is I just hope that they can uh, step up and just do a little bit better, but uh, anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoy tonight's uh, game, and there will be a new episode on Tuesday, and I think I'm going to be doing a crossover with John Chick of Lock on Rangers to, you know, cover that game for the New Jersey Devils. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.